and welcome to this episode of DQ Chats. My name is Stephanie Tudor and I am the president of Drama Queensland. Before we begin, I wanted to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast was recorded on, the Yagara and Turrbal people, and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging, and acknowledge them as the first storytellers and the first artists of this land. Hi, Drama Queensland. I'm Sam Neill. I'm the Vice President of Communications. And today I am here with Sean Dennehy and Brandon Fodder from the Australian Performing Arts Conservatory. We are ready to have a great chat about the arts industry, what APAC can do for schools, and some really great advice for how we can prepare students for further study in the arts and any pathway advice that we might be able to provide. So thanks so much, Sean and Brendan, for being here. Hello. Hello. So, Sean, you are head of acting here at APAC, and uh, Brendan, you are the production manager as well as the dance coordinator. That's me. Yeah, wonderful. All right. So, a bit of context for our uh, listeners. APAC is one of our 2022 industry partners. And uh, as a part of the industry partner, we work throughout the year to promote and um, make sure that our, our teachers, as a part of the association, are aware of what's on offer, what you do. So, I might just hand over to you just to introduce yourselves and, uh, you know, how you fit within, um, within APAC. So, I was a professional dancer for 15 years and I've 18 months ago uh, returned home to Brisbane, Australia and it was the first place uh, really that um, answered my call and I'm very glad that they did because uh, essentially when I first started here um, I was given a shell of a degree to build something out of and uh, with uh, my colleagues here I feel like I've built we've built something um, nice and sturdy and we're continuing to develop it. So my role here, I look at as looking after the dance program, um, is continuously building on the dance program, building on the faculty, making sure that the faculty that, are, that we have on board are current uh, industry uh, professionals still actively working in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, because one of the main things that we want all of our degrees to focus on is, tu- is uh, you know, tutelage being delivered by, by current current industry professionals, though yeah. industry artists, yeah. um, not from someone who's not been in the industry for, let's say, decades or have read about the industry for decades, which is it's in its, own, in its mm. own, a feat of its own. Yeah. Um, but for performance-based degrees, what we want to make sure is that we're closing the gap between uh, current industry standard uh, and pre-professional training, was, which is essentially what we're doing. So my role here as a production manager is a little bit, as, as well as a production manager, is a little bit uh, different from my role looking after the dance program. Um, as the production manager, I work with all of the heads of discipline, so um, the head of, head of acting uh, with Sean and the head of song and dance. Um, I work with them to make sure that our students' public-facing performances mm. on stage, which is essentially the bread and butter of what they're training for, um, is as reflective of the current industry practice as possible. Obviously, we all know that the best way of doing learning something is by doing it um, and not reading and writing about it. Mm. So we want to make sure that we're providing as many oppor- realistic opportunities that reflect current industry as possible to the students so that they do get out there and... Um, take the step from um, tertiary education into industry and it's not such a large jump mm. if that if that makes sense so that's a little bit of my role um, as production manager and and 
and dance coordinator, yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important as uh, a topic as well with arts teachers that it's really important for our students to see us, you know, working on practice. Mm -hmm. And it's really great to see within Ooh. schools that their their teachers are invested just as much mm -hmm. as they are and they can see that personally, you know, yep. there's that really great connection there being um, practicing their art form as well. Yeah. Sean, I might pass to you, but also if you can touch on as well, just a bit about this uh, APAC story. You know, sure. The history yeah. and... Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, my name's Sean Donahue. Um I'm head of acting here. Um, I've been head of acting for about four years, but... I've been connected with the um, with the conservatory for 27 years. Um, I was actually the first student here yeah. uh, when it was called the Actors <laughs> Conservatory 27 years ago. Uh, I started when I was three. Um, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a little bit older than that. Um, but so I've been an industry professional for over 30 years, actually, because I was in the industry before I came here. Um, and... Um, over the years, it's been called the Actors Conservatory, the National Actors Conservatory, the Performing Arts Conservatory, and now the Australian Performing Arts Conservatory. So it's all the same one. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I've, been, I've worked as an actor and director and producer all around the world, um, especially in the States and, uh, and England and over here, um, and Taiwan, strangely enough. Mm. Um, and, you know, I bring my experience and expertise back to this place now. Um, as as uh, Brendan was saying, all of our teachers are industry professionals as well. So, you know, you'll see all of our acting teachers on TV, in theatre, mm. in film. Um, so they're they're bringing they're bringing industry standards from the set, from the stage, straight into the conservatory itself. Yeah. Um, so as I said, it started twenty seven years ago um, uh, as a it didn't offer any any qualifications back then. Um, it was me, you know merely workshops. Um, then then they um, applied for vet um, vet fee help and uh, went into an advanced diploma. So we had a two year advanced diploma program which ran for probably about fifteen years. Um, then the decision was made to to, to move into higher education. Um, it was a it was a struggle. It took us quite a long time close to four and a half years to actually um, put the curriculum together and make it into an actual degree. Mm -hmm. um, what we didn't lose, though, is the practicality of the course. We, we, we teach people by doing, not yeah. by saying. Yes, there's, a, there's academic rigor in, in what we do here, but obviously 70% of our degree is practice-based. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. And we want people to move into the industry seamlessly. Mm. That's that's it's you know, it seamlessly is is a bit of a wish. <laughs> you know, it's never going to be as as seamless as we want it to be. But some of the things we do is is we 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 shoot short films so um, students get IMDb credits before yeah. they've even left the conservatory. Mm. Um, they perform contemporary plays and we put them in festivals around Brisbane. So as soon as they've left, they've got a film credit, they've got a theatre credit. Because, you know, the industry says to, says to new actors, so what have you done? Yeah. And if they've done nothing, they say, well, you need to go out and do something before we can take you on because we don't trust you. Mm -hmm. But if they've already done something, it means as soon as they leave um, with their piece of paper in their hand, they've, they've got credit straight away. Yeah. And that, that experience is really something that is quite important for any school leaver, you know, and where they're coming. So 
where they're going to next, whether it's a tertiary pathway or whether it's straight into the industry. So mm. um, having that as well is something that's, you know, quite important to for teachers to have connections to know that this is a particular pathway that will get them to where they need to be. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, and, you know, and the fact that we do employ industry professionals here, it means basically the, the students being auditioned throughout mm, the whole yeah, two years definitely um because you know there was uh, matt shelton is one of our, our lecturers here and he's a working director mm. so he's always casting plays yeah so in his mind while he's teaching he's looking at these people going i could use you in my next play yeah um and and that that goes with all of our teachers mm. they're all still working they all have their own creative practices mm -hmm. i'm off to adelaide soon to to direct a, an arena spectacular show for the Royal Show over there. Um, you know, Brendan's constantly working with, mm. with industry professionals and we know people out there. And this industry, as beautiful and wonderful as it is, <laughs> is sometimes hard to make a start in. Mm. And you have to know the right people. You yeah. know, it's the same in every industry, but it seems to be more so in, in, in our industries. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You actually just touched on something that I, I thought I would jump in on about the audition process. How, how uh, I guess from your experience and being a part of that, how important is it that students are learning, I guess, the fundamentals of doing a good audition? Oh, my God. This, it, Whether it, they want to make it or not, well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you either want to make it or not. The, you know, unfortunately, I don't know. The audition process sometimes is a little bit broken to me in the industry, but it's mm. the only one we've got. Yeah. Um, and if you can't show your best face in an audition, whether it be mm. in person or on self-test, you're not going to get a job. Yeah. Mm. And that's, that's the be-all yeah. and end-all of it. Understanding the skill set or what to identify, um, you know, from an acting perspective to obviously the, the, a, dance or a professional dance audition is, is very, looks very different. But mm. I think overarching or all-encompassing is understanding the different aspects of what a different audition context would require of you before you're going into it and a lot of kids these days that are, are, are graduating from a full-time arts degree aren't equipped with the with the basic knowledge of what to expect or what how to how, what to identify in in whether it's a live audition an open call audition mm. a self-test tape for acting or a show reel for dancers they don't know what the current industry is looking for or what to expect so they head in blind yeah. um, so it's an exceptionally critically important part of learning is yeah. audition technique audition tactic um how to orientate yourself from the moment that you walk in for an open call audition at, you know royal caribbean cruise line come to west end um queensland ballet studios oh it's no longer in west end shows you how long i've been in brisbane um <laughs> but uh, yeah right you know what i teach my students is you know, from the moment that you're visible to the building, you're on show. Mm. And the the lady at the check-in or the, the person at the check-in counter um, giving you or the registration counter giving you your number is probably one of the people on the panel. It's happened to me many, many, many times mm. where they're screening your attitude before you've even walked into the audition room. And, yeah. where, you know, so these sorts of things I don't feel unless you've got a great, a fantastic teacher at school. I just don't think that the, uh, uh, these are a lot of the things that the students are, are not getting and it should be very, very basic mm. tuition. It, it's, all, it's also about um, show business. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not called show, it's called show business. Yep. You mm. know, so people have to have that entrepreneurial mm. attitude towards, towards the industry. 
you know, you can't just gone are the days where you can um, just get an agent, sit at home, wait yeah. for the phone to ring, and get an audition and go and just mm. go and get the part. It doesn't happen like that anymore. The way the way the world works now is that you have to get out there and make your mm. own work. Mm. You know, you have to be entrepreneurial. You have to know about auditions. You have to know about how to produce a show, how to mm. how to rent a venue. Um, how yeah. to edit your own your own web series or mm. even your own showreel? Um, if you can't do that stuff, then you're not very useful to the industry. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. And I think so, that's so an you, you, thing. yeah, you don't you don't get the um, you don't get the opportunities available to you unless you can do it all. Yeah. And that's what we, that's what we pride yeah. ourselves here. We teach people how to do that. Mm. When they do production programs mm. where they learn to produce their own play. Mm. They they work on film sets. Mm. Um, they work at grant writing. Yeah. You know, um, they work at how to how to write a letter to a, yeah. to an agent. How to how to decipher contract and contract mm. law, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. Regardless of the position that you're in, you're auditioning for, like you know, an, an extra or a a a, a, um, a company dancer. You know, you need to be very very well rounded and very versatile in this world in the twenty second century. You know, you need to. Uh, self-promotional skill entrepreneurial entrepreneurial skill you need mm. self-management like self-management yeah completely right. all of these different columns you need to tick away from the actual fine art yeah of dancing or acting like it's mm. just it's not 2004 anymore so yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's the building blocks there that need to you need to be mm. self self-motivated yeah, to also, yeah, to make yeah. it yeah also the attitude installing the instilling that attitude in this in the students these days like it's a obviously you know we're all from different generations and mm. we're all motivated very differently but um one of the things that i've flagged uh since returning home to australia and moving into a teaching capacity is um that these kids these days are very very mo- they're motivated very differently mm. i'm trying to avoid the the clincher they're lazy <laughs> so well you teachers out there know what we're talking about yeah 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 <laughs> so trying to motivate them but um motivate them in a way of like just opening their eyes well this is actually what the real world looks like this is actually what it looks like mm. and then you know the eyes widen and they go oh my goodness i need to really learn about this i need to really learn about contract law i really need to learn editing skills and mm. self-promotion skills how to brand myself etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's when the momentum comes when we yeah. can open up the window and say well look through the window and look at what you're about to do in t minus eight months when you when you graduate mm. you know and that's when it you know that's that's what I like to think of closing the gap between industry and, and pre-professional training. And, and it's very clear of why it's important. Yeah. Beautiful. So with all these learnings that we're talking about and you offer, what, what, what courses do you offer them within? What couldn't someone come here and, and study? Oh, okay. So we have, um, we have a bachelor degree in acting. Yep. Um, we have a bachelor degree in song and dance mm-hmm. and a bachelor degree in screen production. Um, so, and a lot of the um, a lot of the core courses the the guys tend to to study together. So things like you know things like career planning and, and mm-hmm. arts history, you know the, all the song and dance and the screen guys and, and the acting guys all study together mm. um, because you get that sort of collegiate atmosphere happening. Mm. And you know I I mean I know uh, in, in the past people who I've worked with on very cheap student films or mm-hmm. you know music videos have gone on to be great directors mm-hmm. and they've remembered me because I did an acting 
you know, did an acting role for them and didn't charge them much money or did it for free. Um, and I've ended up in their feature films. Mm. So that's what we want to try and do with, with our mm. students is, you know, people are studying film and people studying song and dance, mm. people um, studying acting are all together. Mm. Yeah. So they can go out after that and form their own company. Yeah. Mm. You know, and, and, and that, again, that's the way the world is working. You know, you've got to, you've got to start working for yourself. Now. Yeah. It's also an invaluable um, dynamic to have, having, you know, people from essentially three completely different streams of, of, of fine arts being dancers, actors and screen producers. It's an invaluable pro dynamic because each of those, uh, those groups, I guess you could call them, um, have a different perspective on, on the one thing, you know, a dancer would approach um, career planning from, you know, an aesthetic perspective, let's say, and that whereas a screen producer would approach, you know, career planning from a d another perspective. So then we're, you're getting that um, that cross disciplinary collaboration mm -hmm. in one room on one particular topic that's essentially familiar. It's a common theme uh, for everyone in the arts, but with all of those different approaches and perspectives and dynamics, we're in turn and subsequently we're we're sort of strengthening and you know tying it back to. Uh, a dancer needing to be or a, a performer needing to be very well-rounded and versatile mm, that's exactly yeah. what we're talking about yeah yeah and i think this is touched on in schools because with the particular context of our you know whether geographically where we teach or the um, students and the cohorts that are coming through our classes a lot of the time we are merging these art forms together mm -hmm. in order to create the best outcomes for our students mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. teachers can definitely sympathize and look at how um, how well-rounded performers, practitioners can become by mm -hmm. merging these together. Yeah. Yep. And one of the things, I went to the Drama Queensland Conference this mm. year and, and it's, it's really heartening to see so many drama teachers with so much passion yeah. for the arts um, who, who are preparing uh, the kids for you know for 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 this sort of thing mm. you know mm. they're preparing them for tertiary education and they're preparing them for the industry which is fantastic because mm. i mean i know when i was at school but you know <laughs> i don't know we sang a song or two i don't know but <laughs> we also had chisels and you know oh. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's really uh refreshing energy at the conference to really see yeah, really yeah you know 200-ish drama educators coming together mm. with all that same same common cause, which is to gain knowledge to take it back to their own students mm. and, you know, give yeah. them a little bit extra to get them where to, they need to be. And also one of the big things that we talk about as well is we we don't necessarily just, for a drama, exam, for example, we don't necessarily just have students in drama who want to be actors. Yeah. Mm. We're really yeah. looking at creating those well-rounded humans yeah. and the the amazing skills and the amazing things that these students can learn mm -hmm. by studying arts is also something that we can advocate for. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, at the, the, the heart of, of any actor training and, and, and dance training and any arts training is a sense of self. Hmm. You know, it's, it's getting them to be the, the best version of themselves um, we put a lot of resilience training into our into our um, into our acting training as well and and dance training, um, you know. So it's it's a cruel world out there sometimes, yeah. you know. And you've got to know you've got to you've got to be able to look after yourself and look after your arts practice. So having that responsiveness and that resilience and that 
self-awareness and that self-help in there is really, really important. Mm. And you know, even if you en- don't en- end up being a dancer or an actor or a, a producer or whatever, you can still carry those transferable skills into anywhere. Yeah. In fact, I, I read somewhere lately that um, even like law firms are looking for people with arts degrees mm-hmm. now because we're creative thinkers. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and they don't want people who are just trained in the law or trained in insurance or whatever, because they only think down one one route. You know, yeah. We, we they look at people like actors and artists who have those creative problem solving skills. Yeah, those creative critical yeah. thinking mm. problems about yeah. you know lots of different scenarios within just general life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they're harnessing that, and they're able to express. Mm. Um, you know, in many different ways, just based on that training and being yeah. able to be within oneself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's really interesting how a lot of this work that, you know, teachers are doing and you're doing here all kind of weaves together and it's the very much the same message. And we're really evolving for those students to become these really great humans in life and take these skills to wherever they need to go. But how, when we think of our audience and, um, and drama teachers out there listening, what can we, um, how, what can you offer drama teachers in order to um, help and be on the same page and provide this information for their students? Um, well, there's, there's, there's quite a few things we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, we could, do, we could offer professional development courses, yeah. um, which, you know, which tie into the curriculum so maybe uh, maybe it's a Shakespeare class or you know advanced Shakespeare or, or stage combat or, mm. or or something like that that they they are going to teach the next year within the curriculum that we could help them mm-hmm. um, hone their skills on that um, we can also offer career advice to students mm-hmm. um, because we are working professionals yeah. so you know, let alone the fact that we're in a tertiary in institution, we're actually in the industry as well. So we can say, well, these are the pathways you can go. You can go here, you can go here, you can mm. go, you can come to us, or you can go here. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm maybe I shouldn't say this, but I'm I'm not one to promote APAC all the time. Mm. When we do high school workshops and we go along to high schools and talk to students, That's I'm not there to try and sell them something. Yeah. I'm there to help them. Mm. Make the right choice, and that choice may be APAC, and or that may choice be something else. It exactly. may well be here, because but we were there once w- before. Yeah. yeah, it might well be somewhere else, um, and and that's the most important thing I think is to to give the students choice. Mm-hmm. You know, like not not to say, look, come to us because we're the best. Mm. It's like this is what we offer. This is what they offer. Mm. This is what the industry offers. Mm-hmm. So you make up your mind because. Yeah. The most creative thing that we can give to the students is choice. Yep. So you touched on the workshops there um, for for teachers, or do you have anything in development for um, high school age students? Yeah. I've, well, I, I, I've just um, I just did a workshop for uh, Merrimack State High School, which is a film acting workshop, yep. um, and we have plenty of others that we can offer. Um, we we're working on the on the exact details now, but I know Brendan has um, has a couple of yeah. that are all ready to go for um, for the dance teachers out there that might be interested in. Um, I understand um, that a lot of dance teachers out there who haven't necessarily had a career in performing their um, themselves uh, might find it a little bit difficult. I believe the current curriculum, the IA1 and IA2 in the senior secondary school dance 
syllabus is a choreographic and performance um, assessment piece. Mm. Um, so a lot of I understand that uh, through consultation with my old dance teacher, which is who is still working, which is really lovely. Shout out to Peter Bobway. Um, I understand that the the gap there is um, in a choreographic. Uh, assessment task there's a bit of a gap in in being able to give the kids like choreographic mechanisms like mm. retrograde how to work in retrograde how to work in uh 50 50 how to work for you know all of those sorts of things that sort of come naturally to someone who has has had uh, a career on stage in a choreographic co- uh, capacity or a dancer capacity um so my the workshops that i've authored in uh conjunction with uh mr arthur frame the previous ceo uh, ceo the previous chair of um arts council queensland um, and the education department is is workshops designed to sort of help enrich the current uh, syllabus for mm. se- senior secondary school dance uh, teachers and students, but also sort of um, sort of capitalize on those assessment tasks and really bring an industry relevance uh, into into the assessment task so the students understand what it looks like in context and understanding that those assessment tasks are nested in a theoretical framework, but we want them. We want the students to understand how it's relevant um, in a in a in an actual practical capacity yeah. as well. So our workshops uh, from the dance program are definitely there. Firstly, it's a teacher consult, so um, we we meet with the teacher um, and we identify any gaps that need filling. Mm. Um, what the teacher wants, essentially, want the what the workshop what they want out of the workshop. There's a series. I think there's three or four different workshops. Um, to choose from and then what the outcomes of that workshop would be and then the second uh, section is the actual workshop where we come in and we we facilitate the workshop yeah so it's just about again that theme of um, closing the gap between industry practice and and training because ultimately what we want is we want a, a level of consistency across secondary school the information and the material essentially that they're being given mm-hmm. in secondary school through to tertiary education through to the actual industry. So it's a linear yeah. um, journey, not, oh, well, I was given this information in high school and then when I got to tertiary, it wasn't really that, it was some of that. And then when I got into the industry, I probably mm-hmm. used 1% of everything that I was given. That's a lot of what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now everyone in between tertiary education, senior secondary and, um, you know, novice industry, uh, those who have just come into the industry and, and industry partners, they're working on sort of amalgamating that and make, and creating that consistency. So that's what our workshops or from the dance, um, um, that's what we're sort of aiming toward. Yeah. If that makes sense. And really honing in on that connectedness between exactly. the, those, those phases of... Yep the journey whether you stop at some or you continue yeah. through all but you're still mm-hmm. getting that mm. that clear message to best um support your practice and, and as development. Sean, yeah and as sean was mentioning before um as much as they are uh you know practic practical um all the activities and assessments and, and classes and lectures and workshops and etc cetera, etc cetera, yes they're nested in a practical degree in the sense this is a degree for someone who wants to be an actor or someone who wants to be a dancer doesn't necessarily mean that everyone who graduates from this course is going to have want to do that or will become that. Mm. Um, So everything that we do is always uh, with the view to helping the student identify alternative pathways, alternative options, other opportunities that might stem from that one thing that you're doing, which all of our activities, whether they be workshops or um, everything that we do is so that the students are equipped with the information that they should be equipped with yeah and Mm. and that that shows in in some of our alumni actually Mm. um that have gone into 
vastly different areas of the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've one of our teachers here is uh, Mirko Grillini, who um, has been you know, Australia's favourite bad guy on Wanted, and he's been in <laughs> Neighbours and Home and Away and all. You know, and he's now sort of settling into writing for film, mm. and he comes in and helps direct our, our short films as well. Um, we have people like uh, Laz Rattieri, who is an actor who's been in the Brighton Rock in Ghost in the Shell with Scarlett Johansson. Um, he's travelled around the world being in big feature films. Um, but we also have uh, people like Nick Cooper. Goodness me, he set up um, all the Marvel museums oh, yeah. in about 20 states in, the, in, in America. Wow. Yeah, it, it, quite, quite an incredible producer mm. now. Um, you know, so so we we allow people to to find to find their level, to find where they where they fit. Yeah. Um. We've got a couple of students at the moment who, you know, while they're they're learning acting and they're they're actually really enjoying it, they're getting close to the end of their degree and realizing that they actually want to be behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. They mm. want to be stage managers. They want to be producers. So, you know, but now they understand what actors do. So yeah. it makes them easier to be behind the scenes. I mean, I always say the best directors I've ever worked with on, on, on theatre or film have been actors first mm. because then they understand actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yes, it's an acting degree and we teach them the basics of acting and we teach them the basics of, of show business and get, get, get them ready for the industry, but they can be whatever they want to be. Exactly. Yeah, and we maintain that the entire way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a wonderful message, especially for teachers. I know um, discussions with um, some teachers I know through their classroom practice, and that's really also where they they fit within arts education and why mm. why the arts the industry is so important, um, especially to you know us in the southeast. But why the arts industry is just so important um, in general yes. for um, for growing yeah. growing minds and yeah. um, the influences behind that. If you could tell those people right up the top that, that would be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> we should just you know, perform a mass exodus. Oh, you're not going to support the arts? Well, let's just retract we'll everyone just retract, from your campaign yeah. building. We'll yeah. pa- retract everyone who's creating yeah. everything for your te- television exactly. campaigns. It's all the arts, baby. Yeah. Mm. Listen, uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> it came to a fore with the lockdowns. Yes. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah. and what did everybody do? They listened to music. Yeah, they watched TV. They mm. read books. They they looked at DVDs. Mm. They, they became inventive. Yeah, yeah, they 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 lived in the arts yeah. during that lockdown. Yeah, if that didn't exist, what were they going to do? Just sit and stare at a wall? Yeah, and you know it was the artists who were putting forward entertainment. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. living room concerts. Yes, and mm. yes, um, free, play readings free as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I you know the people who. Who say, oh, you know, the arts need to be cut down because of this? I mean, it drives me crazy. It really does. And I know we could be here for a while. Well, yeah, yeah, we could we, be here. here I can feel my blood pressure about. rising already. Well, I mean, I know that if, every drama teacher listening to this will be going, yeah, 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 the arts, you know, because it's such an important thing. It's such an important. And thing. it resonates with teachers as well because, especially arts teachers, we we have our little, um, you know, we have to we have to. I guess this mini world within our school context where we have to um, also promote and mm-hmm. and fight for the time and the resources mm-hmm. in order to keep our programs running. Justify yourself and justify yeah, you know justify know. where yeah. what we what we do and why how we do it. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah it's all very it's all Interconnected. very connected. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. 
Well, thank you very much for your time. Um, pleasure. I think there's some really wonderful things happening here and to really link that with the general consensus that we're, we're building, um, you know, well-connected and better artists for the future and mm-hmm. whether that's in a pathway that takes, you know, performing or producing or whether it's just a path that takes them to somewhere else, yeah. having that knowledge and having that grounding is so important and I think teachers can really be that a part of that starting point from primary school you know I'm sure mm-hmm. that there's plenty of primary school teachers out there who can say they know who their performers are or yeah, they know who the, yeah, the students definitely. are who are quite charismatic that might be mm. um, going along that pathway through secondary so yeah. Um, yeah it's really it's really quite wonderful to hear especially from uh, the the students and the age level that you um, look at and I assume that you have mature age students coming through as well uh, yeah I think Everybody. our age range we've got uh, we've got 18 year olds come come straight from school and we just had a 52 year old yeah wow yeah so you know, it's 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 great to have that experience in the room. You know, you got the youthful yeah. exuberance, but you also got the experience as well. So it's great. Yeah, got a father of three studying this, yeah, we this have trimester. All of life. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's it, it's really good. You know, and the, and it just really shows that um, the following the, the following the processes and the and the discipline of the art form is also bringing people back at all different ages and mm-hmm. creating these wonderful wonderful moments and yeah. and sharing stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So listen, I would say to anybody, any any drama Queensland teacher, please don't hesitate to call us. Yeah, yeah. We're an industry partner to Knock drama Queensland. Door. You know, because we want to be in touch with you. Mm-hmm. If you've got questions, if you want anything, just call us. Even Absolutely. for a chat. Yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much for your time. Pleasure. And um, check out our um, publications as well as um, future posts about the wonderful things happening at APAC. Bye. Thanks Bye. very much. Bye.